Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. Uh, real quick, Matt, it's uh, it's nice to see you again. Um, Thank you. You know, we took a handful of weeks off there while Kara and Elle explained about their uh, their European vacation. It seemed to go a little better than the Griswolds, um, which is good. Yes, it did sound like that was the case. So, so yeah, good on, good on them for uh, for winning that pig in the Pope game show. <laughs> And no one, but and no Europeans chased them around. No, um, that's good. Yeah, so we are joined Maybe. by a third today because we need an adult in the room. Yeah, always uh, a man who really requires no introduction, but because this is audio, we're going to go ahead and introduce him. Sinjad, Mr. Kelly Howerton, welcome back to the Shizos. Good to have you here, man. Thank Boom. you for joining. Good to be here. Good to be here. Uh, so today. This is uh, one of our favorite topics. Um, is it though? It really is. It's called Matt Hates Everything Popular. And uh, this is a movie edition. So anything that the vast majority of people like, Matt tends not to. And where this one started is I went and saw Top Gun Maverick opening night. And was, uh, I'm going to say it, I enjoyed it. Good. I know. Felt I know. Like We've had the conversation. A, uh, felt like it was a good movie. Felt like it was a good standalone movie. Don't know if I would go as far as those people that say it's better than the first one. Um, but the uh, the first one in in my lifetime did come out at a very. Um, I was at an age where things were starting to uh, drop, if you will. Come on. <laughs> You manage. I'm like, how's he gonna say this very awkward thing? And I, you actually picked the most awkward way of putting it. I'm pretty sure. But go ahead. Yeah, I was going through puberty. It took man. your breath away. Yeah, it did take my breath away. <laughs> Dude, that's a classic. Um, yeah. So, anyway, man. Uh, so obviously, Matt did not like Top Gun Maverick, as we'll find out. Kelly, where'd you come out on this one? I mean, I have an I have an analogy for it. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm in the middle, but I came up with an analogy for it that we can discuss now or later, completely up to you guys. Uh, I've been thinking about it all morning, trying to prepare kind of thoughts for my Top Gun experience. And so I came up with something because I was listening to some some, uh, satellite radio this morning, and a song came across from a band, and I just thought of this band and came up with an analogy. We can go deeper than that later. Let's do it. We'd love to hear the analogy. Let's lay it on us, man. So um, all on the Watchtower, Grateful Dead cover came on. I started thinking about the Grateful Dead as an analogy to Top Gun. And I was trying to bring those together. This is look the at, best conversation that we've ever had already Matt, so look far. Not leaning in. Like, he is like, I have not seen him this engaged. Oh my God. In we didn't like even a talk year about and a this. half. Like, this is amazing. This is, okay, yeah. let's not stop him. Please keep going. So, yeah, the Grateful Dead, um, cultural icon, very important people involved. You know, Jerry Garcia, cultural icon, Bob Weir, cultural icon. Very important part of, you know, uh, pop culture, very important part of, you know, that time period and, and for, for quite a while. Right. And it resonated with everyone. It, it meant something. Um, Top Gun, the same came out in a time period when blockbuster movies were first start coming out, came out with Tom Cruise, cultural icon, you know, Val Kilmer, cultural icon. It's this thing that everyone remembers a certain way. It's a very important part of our lives. Grateful Dead, people go back and listen to, you know, um, you know, Red Rocks, 1972, you know, had that, that concert was like it. And they think, think about those things in their head like you do with fish. Right. So and the, and Grateful Dead, about, like, yes. the, the Top Gun, you think about where you were when you're like, you know, when you're in, come out of the gym and someone throws a pass and gets pissed off and you're like, what's your problem, Kazansky? You know, like using the terms from. <laughs> From the movie, right? <laughs> All those things. It's, just, it's a part of, of you. It's a part of kind of like everyone knows what you're talking about. You know, like, you know, that need for speed. Like, like everyone knows exactly what you're talking about, right? And so it's iconic, and that's what you think of. And so, you know, for the Grateful Dead, you know, had Jerry Garcia dying, kind of everyone's like, okay, that's, well, that was it. Well, that was, it's over, you know, whatever, right? So you think it's over. So Top Gun. Kelly McGillis isn't going to, you heard the rumors, she's not going to do it. You got Vel Kilmer, she's not going to do it, which takes away, takes away from those things, right? And my kind of outlook is, okay, so Top Gun Maverick comes. Dead and Company comes. Whole different situation comes about. 
And everyone's like, what is John Mayer's going to do this? What is this? And then you listen to it and you're like, holy shit, he's 10 times better on the guitar than Jerry Garcia ever was. Like he mm. is like, it's crazy. Great, I hate this conversation again. No. <laughs> maybe not the same voice, but like, you know, you, you, you start hearing, you're like, okay, okay, all right. And I mean, I, I enjoy it. Um, is it the same? I mean, is it is better than the original? Probably not because of the sentiment it has. Um, is it a great experience still? Sure. Top Gun's kind of the same way. It's different characters. You're missing things, but still some of that is there. You know, it's it's kind of you know, regurgitated, which is what Drake Dead and Company kind of is a little bit of regurgitation kind of thing to appease people. That's what it is. So it's kind of my analogy. It's just, they're kind of the same thing in my mind. Um, enjoyable, but I mean, it's never as good as the actual original situation, but some parts were better. I mean, this movie actually made, made uh, you know, special effects, the big screen. It was a much better experience, I thought, in that regard than the original flight scenes. Um, you know, that kind of mm. stuff. Like in, in this, in The Grateful Dead, there's, you know, there's some really good musicians they filled in behind other people in, in that that make it a different kind of experience. Some say it's a little bit better, but that's my analogy. I love Matt. it. Yeah. Okay, Matt. Tell, I, I, tell me why you go ahead. I'm gonna let you talk. I I love the analogy. I get a little nervous at the mayor talk, and that's that's like it's a really serious thing, and and that goes to Kelly's point in every way, right? Is how ingrained some of this stuff is into our culture and into our hearts for people who it's important for okay or who spent a lot of time watching it or have spent a lot of time listening to it in the case of the grateful dead and so for me john mayer was a choice that was hard for me to swallow not because of his talents who which i do believe he's a talented guy to say he's Better than Jerry is hard for me to go there. I do believe he's a phenomenal guitarist. I think he's a great singer. I think he's a great songwriter. I actually enjoyed John Mayer's pop records back in the day. You know, the, the, the kind of stuff in some ways John Mayer, you know, wasn't looked at as cool back in the day as I, that's kind of up my alley too. I like that kind of singer songwriter pop vibe too. I, I'm disappointed in the choice for Grateful Dead um because of who he is as a person there and we that go. i know and that goes and that goes back to jerry and back to the dead and back to what kelly's pointing to is that jerry is so important and the dead is so important to people and to me that it's you have to be very very careful who you allow to to carry that mantle and john mayer as talented as he is to me as a human being is hard for me to swallow as a as the new jerry quote unquote and i don't think anybody's trying to be the new jerry no one would would say that i don't think he would even say that i just don't find him as to be the embodiment of the grateful dead and the embodiment of jerry's kind of who he was kind of as a person now as a, a talent um he's fine um i love the analogy as far as what the dead and company has become right and what maverick is which is ultimately nostalgia a little bit right and probably not a little bit probably all the way right and for guys and for people that are very interested in that type of thing and i think we all are in some ways don't enjoy that when the moments that i enjoyed were kind of somewhat the nods to the nostalgia of the old one. So you like um, the football scene? It's okay. I don't know. I but then I I, I was disappointed in character. Why does Tom Cruise? Okay, tell me one thing. I'm gonna ask you one thing. I love your analogy, Kelly. It's incredible. And man, that was amazing. We didn't even talk about that. That was like the kind of stuff that like you go, man. We'll green room this. We'll talk this out. No, this we don't do awesome. that. That's, no, no, no. no. That not, was amazing. I love that. Not what um, we do why so i have a question back to you guys and maybe this is a little off topic why does tom cruise do the whole like pre-movie video like I, I am i wrong about this that this is like not kind of like kind of a tom cruise thing recently like i just i don't ever remember like uh, in movies where the the guys comes on beforehand the actor whoever it is producer director whatever it is 
and says, just does Tom Cruise stuff like, I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, I made this for you. And I just feel, I don't know, man. I just feel creeped out by Tom. You know this. And so that's like the nostalgia. The, the first movie was pre, you know, Tom Cruise hadn't jumped on Oprah's couch. Um, Tom Cruise hadn't, um, my gosh. I mean, I know there's two sides to every story, but, but any kind of story of Scientology that you hear, even the most kind of blandest kind of versions of it, it's pretty awful organization and pretty bad, you know, in my view. And so that just always paints in clouds like my view in, in enjoying the art. And that's a shame. It sucks. With Mayer, it's the same thing with Dead Co. That's why it's a perfect, a perfect example, right? Of why in the back of my head, it's hard for me to enjoy. Like I don't go and see Dead Co. And it breaks my heart. And honestly, like I have knocked down, drag out fights with friends um, about Dead Co. And that's what was so funny about you talking about Mayer and just because these conversations, because I've mm-hmm. got friends that are old school heads, still love Mayer, go see Dead Co. I've got friends that are kind of in the middle. I've got folks that are, you know, kind of more on my side. They're like, fuck mayor, you know, why is why they choose mayor, that type of stuff too. So, you know, I, I for me, the movie itself, I, I kind of disagree a little bit in the, in, in also with your point about the special effects, only because I thought in 85, I, I could go, that was pretty brown, groundbreaking. This movie, I just found to be, again, kind of a retread of that same type of technology, just in a little, maybe delivered a little more slickly. But part of me goes, man, this is 2022 now. You know, I mean, we see some pretty incredible stuff in movies and, you know, I don't know. I'd almost be more interested well, in like might. a background, like the, the behind the scenes stuff. You know, like how they film the movie would almost like interest me a little bit more than like the actual movie itself. If that yeah, makes see, I and when I went to see it opening night, here's the reason why I always worry when I'm like, this movie was awesome. Oh, yeah, this is a great theory. I like this. Yeah. You're right about this, probably. Go this ahead. is this is why I am. So two two reasons. One is I go and see them early. If I go, I go early. So. I go with a bar very low. Okay, so the bar that I'm going to is, well, I could go see this, or I could be seeing whatever child's movie is out. Uh, like, also I fair. could I could have to be seeing Encanto, or I could be seeing this. I could be going to see, uh, what was the, the one with Mark, with Mark Wahlberg and uh, uh, Spider Man, where they. Uh, it was kind of like a. Uh, oh yeah. Um, it was kind of like a uh, the one with Nicolas Cage. It was kind of a national treasure type thing, where it was like, hey, we can take the kids to see this. It's good, good fun. But you know, yeah. this this felt more like, hey, this is aimed at people my age. So I don't get to go see a lot of these movies like this. I am generally seeing kids movies. So two reasons why I always worry is one, I go first. Two is like, man, if I'm seeing something that's aimed at people my age, I'm going to be like, I don't get to see it enough, see enough of those things. So I'm going to just already like it. Now, I have a really good friend that has no children and they go to a movie because it's Tuesday afternoon. And it's just what they do. And he's like, loved it, thought it's better than the first one. So mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, all right, I'm on to something here with this. And then everybody was saying how much they liked it, how much they liked it. And then I get to some people like yourself that had waited, I guess, what, about a month now? Me? Yeah. Yeah, like just rec- we just went to the drive-in and saw it. Oh, so even even better. You went to the drive-in. You went. You got a twofer. Mm-hmm. You were yeah. you were tired. You didn't get the. Uh, no, this the is full... good because I I got to watch Lightyear too, which we're going to talk about that. So yeah, yeah. So you got the twofer. Um, and it's the only way I would go and see it at the screen, though. I will just tell you that. So you There's can take no... your take your own food. You can take your own drink. Uh, Everything about it. Sit, sit out there. 
Um, yeah, little Barlton James. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I've been on that. I've been on those Trulies lately. Actually, <laughs> that's the only thing that goes down good nowadays. I ain't proud of it, but unless they want to sponsor two C's, which this could be truly two C's. Really sponsored by truly yeah we'd be happy to take their money and <laughs> 100 product. uh but yes. the thing is about you is your issue is you would rather see the behind the scenes than suspend your disbelief <laughs> and watch a movie <laughs> with somebody that you're like i don't like the, the way this person acts in public i don't like the celebrity and you started, and this is, you, you kind of started on, on Kelly. You're like, oh, I like John Mayer to a, a point. But then once John Mayer became like popular, then, you know, he sucked. You're one of those people, man. Like if something, if everyone else likes something, you ought to go the other way. I don't, I don't, I don't know that that's 100% fair. And You're I think. You're watching too many January 6th committees man like, oh good lord you, tom cruise hadn't had to go through no january 6 committees could you imagine what those would be like my goodness um but he, he all, all i'm saying is this tom cruise okay andy think about it as an adult as i've grown older probably even much more that's mm -hmm. not that movie is not aimed to me that movie is not marketed to me, Andy. You know that. Like, that's not the movies that ultimately I would go and see as an adult and spend a ton of money on because I can't. Uh, yes, I, that, those are not my type of movies. What would you so go that's... see? What would you go see? Why'd you go see it? Let's start there. For a fun family night. See, that's the piece that that's why it was it was it was sandwiched with Lightyear and we were out. We had the Trulies. And we had like some, uh, you know, sausage sausages. No, they had. Um, oh. They they usually like more of. Uh, they like the harder stuff. Rum, vodka. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. They had like waters and you know other. As I've gotten older, you know, my stomach just can't handle it. You know, exactly. These young kids, these. Uh... <laughs> they can, yeah, iron guts. Um. So no, I, I, I just. And I'm curious your guys' opinion on light years too. So that'll be another really good conversation to have here in a little bit when we switch gears. Um, but no, I um, that's not the type of movie I would watch as an adult. I'm a little more into like the Coen Brothers type, like dark comedy slash, you know, like more just I don't know artsy. You know, artsy the, stuff. you know the last movie I saw twice. Let's. Go. What is it? The last movie I saw twice was No Country for Old Men. So good. That was my, the last movie I saw twice. My wife. Twice in the theater. Twice yeah. in the theater to confirm. Because, you know, like there's certain movies like when they yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. you know, you're, you're just going to watch them. Uh, speaking my wife of, like, loves that movie. Deanna loves that movie. I also love that movie. I kind of don't rank it as high maybe in the Coen Brothers like canon for me, just because I like rank so many other Coen Brothers movies, you know, like you know they're like my jams you know so but i adore that movie great great flip so you, you that was kind of a popular movie and yet you like it um, <laughs> that's an innocent so that's what i'm saying i don't think that's for you percent fair that i don't like things that are popular eh, um you don't like what i popular. what i what i tend to do andy and it's and if i i think if if you wanted to make fun of me about something and you wanted to really maybe like stereotype me and put me, we had this little thing we were talking about, like a, a if you wanted to say like a backhanded compliment or just like I'm too. Well, I don't give you backhanded compliments. This, this we just word, we call each other out. Okay. You know? Well, this like, this no. word is very triggering. This word is like very um kind of has a lot of meaning that it should not have, and it's real stupid. Down, it's kind of lost. What it really, I don't even know what it ever was supposed to mean. But well, you're really what I am is probably I know I am is like sometimes too woke, right, for my own good, and in the, in the sense that like. So most of the time, most of the time, if it's something popular that I don't like, I have found some some sort of like social justice reason why I don't like it. Tom Cruise is a person that, you know, if, if I if I'm kind of against that type of thing, it's hard for me to support a Tom Cruise. John Mayer said 
what I feel is some pretty reprehensible, you know, race and sexist things in his lifetime that I can't really look past. And I know that was years ago and I know he was younger. I mean, he was 32, you know, like part of me is like 32 is not a young human being, but you know, I, I, and here's my other thing. I think people will oftentimes say that too, right? Like, Let's, why would you hold something against people in their past? This was years ago, you know, and I think that's 100% fair. And I believe in that. I've, I am by no means, you know, a perfect person. I've said and done horrible, horrible things. I'll do it tonight, probably at some point that I'll have to apologize for, or I'll just be embarrassed about. But ultimately, what he doesn't have to be is in the Grateful Dead, right? John Mayer does not have to be in the Grateful Dead. If people like, John Mayer and want to buy his records and all those other things. But what my offense is, is that he's in one of my favorite bands of my life. Right. And I now can't listen to him. Tom Cruise for me just steps over that line of like, okay, like I could not like someone. Okay. Two. And like a Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage is weird. I don't think he's like, he's weird. He's a weird human being. Like I just, I shout out Nick. If you're listening, man, I don't know. I don't maybe have a lot of evidence for that. He just seems weird. But I, I why but, don't you like Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks? Is it just all Tom? No, or no, no, no. You don't no, like no. Tom Hanks? I do like Tom Hanks. Hold on. I do like Tom Hanks. I don't like Forrest Gump just because I don't like Forrest Gump. See, you're equating the two yeah. things. I don't like Forrest Gump. See, that's not like a rule that you have you to like. You were making fun of Tom Hanks on Twitter for protecting his wife. That was funny. That. What was that about? I, that was silly. But, but also, like, he, oh, the only thing I said, it looked like he was yelling at that Freaks and Geeks kid. Because it was like that little kid that he ended up hollering at, like, and believe me, those idiots, like, crossed the line a hundred times over, you know, so, like, good on him. It's fine. It was just good-natured so, fun. So here's one I need to I need to talk to you guys about, because I've seen both of you rave about the show, and I tried it, oh, and yeah. I just couldn't get into it. Like, yes. I need you guys to, I, you know, I, one of the two of you, I respect your opinion on these TV shows. <laughs> We'll let you guys figure out which one. Love it. Yeah. That I respect the opinion on, but sure. I got three episodes into Severance, and I I just couldn't I couldn't get into it. And Kelly, I know that I've seen some stuff where you were raving about it. So tell me, what am I missing? Did I just not give it? It's a it's it. Okay, so to me, Severance falls into the Breaking Bad Westworld slow burn. Okay. It's it's a show that is meant to pull you into a character development situation to where you start understanding the feelings of what's going on, and that's what it builds on, which I think those shows are the most brilliant because they're they're reward they're basically what rewards for people that stick with it. And I think that's kind of and so that's severance to me is a slow burn. I mean, it's basically a uh, morality, a question, a, a show around a question of morality and right. a question of you know this cool concept. Like here, I just I don't want to go. I don't want to think go to work and think about things. You know, instead of signing NDAs, we just turn your brain off so you don't worry about signing an NDA. You know, we we send you, you leave, you go home. You're like, I don't know. I work there. I don't have to worry about it. I go home. You know, um, and so there's the aspect of once you do that, you create another person. It's yourself, but you create another entire person is by doing that. And on top of that, it also it also works into the mental issues that come with grief. And it talks about kind of like people just want to turn it off, like whether it be with drugs or whether it be with whatever. But it it's it, it shows that it never really goes away. Um, and it's always there. Kind of those are some of the ingredients that are mixed into here. Um, and so it's just, I think it's a brilliant uh, attempt um, at a show that's never really been done before. Um, maybe not in this way. It's been done before in a way, but not in this way. And so, I, I mean, it's, it, I, my wife's the same thing to be on your side with this. She was about three or four episodes halfway through. She's like, ah, why are you making me watch this? And so we got to the end of it all and she's like okay okay all right yeah because see i didn't have so kara and i were trying to watch it together yeah. and we didn't have that person that was pulling the other along yeah and i will uh i'll admit too that uh yellowstone uh i was maybe two three seasons late on it 
and I started watching the first, I, I think it took me, I think I've told everybody like, you got to get through episode five. Like those first five episodes are slow. And, you know, and so that, that's where I was at on severance because I do agree with you that like conceptually, like I was like, oh, this makes a, I like the concept. I like the, the philosophical thought yeah. that you talked about with the morality of like, because whether we all know it or not, we do have work personality and an out of work personality. But just the fact that black and white, they just call it like, look, when you get on this elevator, you're a different dude. When you go down and then when you come up, you're a different You're a an different innie. Cat, You've you got know? an innie, an innie and an Audi is how it's referred to, right? Yeah. An innie yeah. at work. So, and then the 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 obvious, so there's all kinds of, you know, to me, society. So I love it also when a show is able to talk about our current situations without being current okay i mean this is clearly a show that is fictional it's clearly a show that isn't literal it's is a show it? that are you uh, sure? oh i know yeah <laughs> it's like an eight Easy. episode long black mirror episode so it's, it's eight ep so it's eight correct. episodes so like i got it i basically got almost halfway yeah yeah so it, and it's it's an, i think it's intended to kind of look at you know kind of turn a mirror on a little bit of corporate society you know and kind of or, or just like corporate culture you know big time right you know so there's you know the the good soldiers and there's you know the, the folks who are kind of rebelling and you can see pretty quickly why this isn't a great idea pretty fast is that you know what you don't know is who your other person is and who what your other person is doing right and so ultimately there's this incredible moral question of like and many many people do this every day i mean let's be really careful here to not say that people don't turn off their morals sometimes walking into their employer um and i don't mean this in a judgmental way i, I think that there's people that you may, it might be necessary in fact to do a job potentially what you, you what you're doing you know depending on what it is and so you're right in a sense that it isn't fictional because we do have to kind of look at i don't as a person that works in education don't in any way agree with everything that happens in education but i have to be very careful and turn off parts of those you know things in my brain every day when i go into work because i have to fit the framework of what it's been made to be right and so i think that's the ultimate point of it is you know how much do we really do this whether this is fictional whether this is something anyway that like you know and also what will corporations do if taking advantage of those situations you know so is it going to have a second season yeah oh 100 i think yeah it's, it's a pretty successful it, show yeah the one that i i'm surprised at and the way having it ended, a, yeah. uh yeah because some of them they end and you're like oh there's no way they can have a second season um do you guys yeah. watch your honor no it's a showtime it, this it's also a morality play but it's basically kind of a oh the lies that we tell and no. kind of how it and the the um it was one of those shows where they get to the last scene of the last episode of season one and then you're like well i guess this is done and then i hear they're they're coming back with it but uh basically, there's always a way to go beforehand yeah. prequels you know or figure out another person's timeline you know i mean i think that that's the big piece you know yeah. with that show and many well, shows you, and well with your honor the the premise of that one is um the cover-up is worse than the the deed often the case um, yep. so an accident happens where a judge's son oh yeah hits, no i've seen that oh yeah hits, no i like you yeah that's got brian cranston yeah hits, yeah hit no, and run on the mobster, phenomenal running on the mobsters kid oh, that's then, a great show then all of the the cover-ups oh my gosh incredible the, show the weave it so you've seen you've yes. seen that yes. all the way through yes yes okay it's weird so, that i didn't like pick up on it you know so sometimes do, when you watch shows quickly yeah so how do they come back with a season two on that I, good question that's what i'm saying it just seems like <laughs> so why come back with it see sometimes yeah, that's exactly. the piece is like why you know yeah, I mean, that's gets, the 
one of my favorite shows in the world that's been made recently is a show called the leftovers that was on hbo and it's same kind of thing like it man i love the fact that he was like i'm not making another one you know like if they make another one okay like that's hbo's prerogative but the creator was like this is a one season you know no matter how successful or not it is we're not making another one i think it was similar to um you know, or once the season ended, it kind of ended. Let me take that back. I'm going to take that all back because I'm not really talking about the leftovers, but I am talking about the same director. It's uh, the uh, comic book one that came out recently, the HBO one. Um, what's that one? They're so freaking good, and I hate comic book movies. The one with John Cena? No, not the one with John Cena. I know. I bet you love that one, though. People love that one. I've heard that's pretty it's funny. Pretty funny. Do you Actually, like it? it was. Yeah. What is that dadgum movie? Oh, that Did already he, had a movie. Kelly, you, you just go Bobby Bowden. He went full Bobby Bowden on us. It, 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 it already had it already had a movie made. It already had a movie made by that Snyder guy um, back in the day, and then the, he made a series about it. It's the same guy. I, I, I can't even think of um, Daniel Snyder. No, oh, I hate myself now. But it was madly successful. But and there everybody kind of wanted another more seasons and he was like i'm not going to make another season it's a told story you know and i don't think long story short i don't think that's done enough you know where people whether it's successful or not they say that the story is told you know like we don't need we don't need season two we don't need movie two we don't need uh, you know all these other things to kind of continue the story along yeah the weird, it's a done deal the and, one and weird let's talk about Lightyear. that's a decent well, kind of segue real, real to quick, just to put a button on what you're saying the, the ones that are weird to me are like when they do like hbo's been doing these spinoffs of the sopranos oh yeah man i don't know and like you watch those things and you're like okay and they remember they the, they did the spinoff of entourage yeah, Breaking Bad has Better Call Saul, which I know a lot and, of people love. Well, I'm but, not a huge fan of. But that's not a uh, that's that's not a, a movie. I'm talking about like oh. they they do these two hour movies. So I had 80 hours of The Sopranos to develop a character, and now you're gonna what are you gonna give me in two hours that I couldn't get in 80? Yeah. And the same thing with Entourage. I had however many seasons of that. Twin. What, uh, what Twin are you Peaks gonna do? That. Uh, did that right where they um they have a different restaurant no the tv show had oh. a um had a movie later on right so they had like a two-hour yeah, movie nice. that's like a right exactly that's about that's like kind of the sequel then they eventually 10 years later come up with another series you know a whole new season of it and that kind of stuff to me is always a little like i'm very skeptical of that kind of stuff like all the george lucas star wars and stuff all the you know like i just don't i don't understand like what what that added or what it you know continually just going back to the well of these same old stories you know what that you know eventually well, you know, adds. i think it just it really just kind of preys on our capitalism that oh, know, oh, oh, people 100. will pay for it you know and, and if you throw enough money at somebody like on the your honor thing yeah you know it's kind of like well let's it's see. True. uh let's throw enough money at it it's going to be probably not nearly as good as the first one because how can it be right because to your point stories told like exactly. we, we finished that story there's really not a lot we can we can add right. to that uh or is it's like toy story a... i mean to me toy yeah. story is like have... that toy story 4 why do they make a toy story 4 i cannot stand toy story 4 toy story 1 solid i mean it's it's canon like it's one of the best probably kids movies you know it's got to be top five you know if not top 10 ever right then you get um toy story 2 which people love i i'm not a huge fan of toy story 2 people a lot of people like that that's their favorite one toy story 3 to me is my favorite one i'm like that should have won the damn academy award is that the know, one where he went to it was college out, it was so good yes man that scene man when those those toys are about to go in that furnace dude if you ain't you ain't feeling it man then i don't know you you're dead your, your heart ain't beating because that thing is emotional great flick then they make toy story 4 which is absolutely a disgrace to the to the wonderful you know movies they had made then they make lightyear which i don't even know what the what they're doing with lightyear i, I seriously do not know what in the world is happening in lightyear kelly you've seen it yes yeah yeah, yeah. okay 
and Andy, you've gone and seen it yet? No, no. Okay, I, this I'm is not. interesting. So well, I, you I can talk. Hear, I'm curious what Kelly I has to hear say. Kelly's, to yeah. Kelly's take on this. No, I well, I went into it trying to figure out, and I don't think I'm giving anything away by explaining what it is. No, from the very God, beginning. No. So, no so I went into it trying to figure like, okay, what? How how are they doing this? Like what? Because I mean, it, the, the the previews I saw didn't match up with my knowledge of what it was in Toy Story. So I'm just trying to figure that out. And it made sense when obviously lead off, and the first thing you see when you lead off, not giving away, is like this is the movie that Andy saw that made him want a Buzz Lightyear toy. Which kind that's of the like, premise. That's that's the premise of what this is. So it's a its own thing. And then you're kind of watching this movie, which I mean, it was, it was whatever. It was fine. And it, it, it's, it's meant the end to tie up what the questions you had about certain things about, you know, the Buzz Lightyear and all that stuff. So there was some tie-ins, but it was just kind of like, my question was, is like, so to me, when I was talking about talking to Jenny about this, it was just like, so is there a lack of creativity? at pixar or disney like are we just running are we really running out of ideas where we're just we're recycling things i mean I, I don't know i was kind of disappointed like why i don't know what well, well think of the success what a shame it kind of to me in the light of the success that they've had in some of their recent movies that have been really solid and really great and really like i mean here comes the wokeness right but really here we go. <laughs> Here we go. But really culturally um awesome because they they highlighted different cultures, you know, and they've really worked to kind of be more inclusive and be more representative of, you know, kind of you know, our but Lightyear does that a little bit. It does. And then listen, all those pieces yeah. are are are, are yeah. fine with me. And that's that's wonderful. And I'm glad Pixar and Disney has moved that way because I think it's important for kids. What I don't understand is then making a movie that I don't think Andy would have liked. Right. So I what like I don't find or understand I, or understand or really. Yeah. So it did seem you're trying like, to explain to me time dilation. You think Andy's going to even remotely understand time dilation? I'll, I'll tell you, Piper would have been about Andy's age. Right. You know, when and that she was completely disinterested in this movie. You know, now, again, we were seeing it in a certain you know, way, and and I'm sure that lent to it, but I just don't think that there's anything memorable about the movie for kids. And I think what the attempt is 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 what a lot of those movies do, which is realize that the parents are bringing the kids, right? So if you hook the parents and you get the parents to like it, then you've got the kids, right? And so they try to kind of ride this line of having occasional little throw-in lines that are clearly meant for more adult audience, you know, or just more, you know, kind of making it the best they can to kind of ride that line. Like this, this movie attempts that, but just fails so miserably because they make a boring movie for like adults and for kids. You know, they really don't make a fun movie for anyone. And that's to me, like, if you want, if you want me to believe that Andy gives a shit about Buzz and that toy, um, for as long as he has, like he's having a hard time giving it up, you know, going away to college, <laughs> then I'm going to need a better movie than what you gave me and a more of a reason for him to love Buzz Lightyear because I just didn't think there was any reason where I would go or any kid would go, man, Buzz is the toy. Buzz is, I'm going to keep, you know, like everything about it was just kind of blah. But I have an analogy for that as well. Love these. These are great. Yeah, yeah. This is good. good. We need like analogy. This should be. I don't like, know if you want to do it now. I don't know. No, no please go ahead. Please. please. These are amazing. Yeah, we love them. So when we're talking about like, did Andy like the movie? Did Andy understand the movie or what was going on? And having that relationship and then attached to that toy all the way to going to college because I'm sure like he's a different person since he went to college, right? I Let's on hope. a whim, on a complete whim, no. There was no planned experience here. I was, we have like a little sunroom on our house, and I usually go in there after everyone goes to bed. If I'm gonna watch something, kind of sit back and kind of sit there, a little more relaxing. And I was like looking through Netflix, and I was like, I mean, I'm out, I'm out of ideas for Netflix. We've watched so much crap. The kids have like started things. I came across Knight Rider. Nice. Yes. So I said, dun, 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 dun. let's do it. And so I pushed play and watched it. And I watched the first episode, and in most part of my French, I said, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't remember any of this occurring. Like, I don't know if you guys have watched it, 
But here's what happens, and this is going to blow your mind a little bit. So the show opens with these people. I don't even know who they are. And, like, this main character who's this, like, a CIA agent guy that's, like, trying to bust this, like, casino situation. And, like, you're running around, you're like, I had, I paused it mid-scene going, is, am I watching the right thing? Like, what's happening here? And I, I'm playing again, and I'm watching it, and there's this scene where they, they get whatever money or chips or whatever, I can't remember what it is, and they, they're driving to get away, him and this lady, and this lady gets in the car. Because they're following this other car, this guy gets out and shoots the 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 um the person in the face who clearly has David Hasselhoff's voice, right? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, they drive off in this helicopter. Who knows clearly where they are? Don't know how that plot line happens. And comes in and gets him, and he's like, "You think he's still alive?" Like he's voice in the background. Yeah, we need to get him out of here fast. And they go in and get him. And it shows this helicopter flying. It shows this giant mansion. It looks like an English countryside or something. And all of a sudden, next you see this guy who's, uh, um, I don't know who the hell he is. I don't know who this person is. And, like, he's in a coma. And this rich guy's like, you know, going in the, you know, and this butler's like, are you sure you want to do this? And it's like, we'll see. So um, he wakes up and uh, his voice is like, what the fuck? He that's David Hasselhoff's voice, right? So in in this whole thing, he's like, Well, you're not gonna be able to leave as you know this guy, you're gonna become this guy. He's like, What do you mean? And all of a sudden it turns into we're gonna replace your face yeah. with another face. We're gonna Hasselhoff you. And I'm just like, What is I don't remember any of this plot line going <laughs> on as a kid. And so they replace his face, and of course they take off the bandages. It's like you know David Hasselhoff's waving hair and like no <laughs> lines of cutting line. I mean, this is weeks afterwards, right? And so there's like no cutting lines. There's nothing, you know. <laughs> I need and, a Hasselhoff uh, as well. It's like the whole thing, the thing. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. This whole thing is crazy, right. and I don't remember any of this as a kid. Like I roll over my like I'm going three episodes in. It's still like insanity. Like this is. This is I can't believe this was a thing. And, and and I think the interesting thing is like what we do is kind of um you know as things go and time passes we just you know really kind of put a shine on things that were probably always ridiculous, you know what I mean? That always oh, that was I refuse not to, I refuse to watch the police academies. <laughs> That's fair. Well, and let's be honest, some of that also, and we've had this conversation, and I think some of this conversation is a little overblown, but I do think definitely with Police Academy, those movies would be tough to make, you know? I mean, there's a few movies that you go back that we laughed our asses off as kids that we, you know, or even as young adults, that you go, oh my gosh, like that, that has, that humor probably hasn't aged so well. You know what I mean? Um, in in terms of just kind of the world, which I think is kind of, is there moments where it's too far and I go too far? Of course, sure. But, you know, but I also think it's still a good trend overall. Like, I'm glad that people aren't wearing, you know, dressing in fat suits, you know, and, and we're not laughing at that, you know, and that's not a thing anymore. You know, when, when 10 years ago, there was like three movies that had, you know, people dressing up as, you know, in those suits and we we're all, oh, ha, 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 you know, like where, you know what I mean? Like we got to a point where in the office, Michael Scott does that as like a, a negative, like he's perceived as a clown, like an idiot, like a dissensitive, you know, a very unsensitive person because he's doing that, you know, and dressing in that type of suit and acting that way, you know? So I think that's a good trend, you know, but of course, you know, there's times when it goes too far, too. And I don't, I don't mean to be deep uh, or make a, a deep conversation. Uh, please, here, but please. There's there's one thing I got when I watched that night, it got, me think, it got me thinking about, like, what is it that I falsely produced? What right. else have I done? <laughs> and so I'm reading a book. Um, it's called it's about basically the bourbon explosion. And it talks about it was interviewing um, Julius uh, Van Winkle, who's Pappy Van Winkle's like grandson or something or son. And. One of the things I saw in there, like I was reading this right about the time that happened, was there's a line that says, uh, "Close is all. Close is always the only possible outcome when someone tries to make the present match up with the memory of the past. Home always seems warmer and safer than it really was." And it's just 100. was a reminder that, like, maybe, maybe all the things that I thought were whatever weren't exactly that way. But I have to, like, I have to have them that way to be able to, like, 
you know, sorry, Dude, a, de a deep point. That's such a great, I mean, it couldn't be more pressing it to what we're talking about too, right? Is that there is a level of like, let's flip these movies around. Like, let's tie this all back to Maverick, right? And think about this, like, would, let's say, I, I, I could, just like you said, Kelly, I, I could resp do every line of Top Gun, right? For a period of my life, I still came very close. You know, there's so many things I reference. I talk about fish sets being inverted and I share this meme that's Tom Cruise. Anytime I hear the word inverted, I think of, you know, that, you know, I was inverted, you know, bullshit, you know, and I think I cough, you know, slider coughs, right? Bullshit. You know, it's the best. I just love, love everything about that movie for so, so long. And, and let's be honest too. Like, can I, back can to I my test wellness. your, uh, can I test your, your knowledge of the movie? Please. The original. The original. Oh, let's get it. Did you make the connection between Top Gun Maverick's love interest? and the original top gun immediately i was like oh my gosh and i was like oh well, look who it is and my wife was like who is that and i was like come on matt did you make it i don't know so i penny, see so penny benjamin penny benjamin do you remember where penny benjamin was mentioned in the first one penny benjamin was the girl that was the colonel's daughter or something right that one of them you know, accidentally hit it with right. Am I wrong? Wrong about that? I remember one of the 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 guy says, "Is that Penny it, Benjamin or something?" It was when uh, Cougar. It, it's at the start. Yeah, Cougar washes out. They're getting chewed out in the. the oh, office. high and, speed flybys and, and one colonel's <laughs> as a colonel's daughter goose is like penny benjamin yeah. and you asshole you're lucky even to be here thank you sir <laughs> okay i didn't that could have been when i was enjoying a sausage or whoa. a truly whoa um or All something right. like well, that and i may have missed her name and missed all that i just took again home. i like i, yeah, I think so but, but but i think like i think <laughs> that movie then one of my favorite lines too is uh, anytime someone says like, I like, I love losing the, the, the line. Um, the line is long and distinguished. Right. So when they're in the, <laughs> the thing, yeah, I love, I love that. So if anybody says, you know, well, geez, you know, like on Twitter, I love it. You know, someone's like, man, a lot of people block me, you know, or something. I, it's like, I yeah. often use, uh, do you mind if I take a shower? Yeah. Yes. Tom, I mean, let's be honest. Tom Weirdest. really Mav Mav taught a lot of us, and for good or for good or bad, you know, like I don't know if it was good or not, but Tom probably taught or what we thought we all probably tried to be like Tom. Oh yeah. Right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. And yeah. The, that's probably that was the way best. you picked up women. How did Tom do it? I, I will just tell you, there's no way that I go and shower. You shower? No one showers. No one makes that move. But Tom knew, Maverick knew that that was the move to make, right? The long-term move, the long-term goal. Like, how could you make that move? But that was always incredible. But I think let's, so back to kind of what, what Kelly was saying in that very deep philosophical, like, concept of, sorry, sorry. like, no, I love that. I love that because that's, to me, the essence of this is that I, and back to Andy's point, my suspension of my imagination is is poor now like it used to be you know at least compared to what it used to be back then i was i was more open to that type of movie and that type of thing and that type of entertainment and i'm curious like if you took 1985's movie and you put it in front of me now i mean there it's sadly there's probably no way it has that same effect on me i don't have all the lines memorized i haven't watched the french kissing scene um, to take my breath away, like you mentioned before, 72 times, you know, or more, well over that. Like I ruined VCR tapes just going back and forth, just checking when their tongue's like on the screen because you're like, Neh. and then they're like, I'm doing a very visual thing right now. Um, but I just, yeah, just a classic movie. And so, yeah, Andy, I, I don't know. But I do, I want to throw out for our listeners the kind of movie that I do like now I don't know if you guys have seen RRR on Netflix, but RRR is a lot of fun. If you ever get a chance to, it's a Bollywood movie. I don't know if it's something, Andy, it would be a stretch maybe for you, but it's got a lot of action. It's very marvel -y in the like action sense. Yeah, I got softball every night. 
I know. I know you've got those purple you got those purple, purple warriors. The purple diamonds. Purple are, diamonds. Uh, keep it, keeping me busy for the next few weeks. I understand, man. It's tough to get you TV tell time me, in. You want to tell me about uh, Jurassic Park? Speaking of uh I have not uh, seen it, Kelly. Kelly? I mean it, Park? Yeah, I mean you couldn't have we couldn't have probably made this if we would try, like you said, with the green pre pre-talk green screen situation. The same thing. I mean, it is a nostalgia walk through everything and it does a good job tying up the reason why they even made the park in the first place so it brings it all around has the nostalgia you know kind of thing so it's definitely um it's the same pulling heartstrings as the rest of these movies we've discussed um, so are they uh is it one of those just uh play in the hits like i'll talk about bad boys three bringing this up bad boys two is kind of one of the Bad Boys 2, I think, is one of those movies where you're like, that's awesome, you know, and then it, and then it's really, you get to Bad Boys 3, and it's just, we're just going to recreate and regurgitate. Yeah, the Lethal Weapon. Everything. The lethal yeah. Weapon recipe. yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. same movie, yeah. just recreate, regurgitate, play the hits, and that's all you ever play. Um, so did they do First that here? First brought to us on the Police Academy movies, but yeah, well, yeah. Fair. Police Academy, the first one, is actually a pretty decent movie. And then when you get to, like, six, uh, which, you know, speaking of Tom Cruise. Once you lose Gutenberg, I mean, yeah. I, will only, I will only watch Gutenberg Academy, yeah. man. Once you get past Gutenberg, it's like The Office, really. And I love yeah, The Office once, all the way through. But once, once you lost my, Michael Scott, once you yeah. lost Steve Carell, it's just not the same. So, you know, some, some movies that have made a, a comeback is, like, The Mission Impossible. The ones that have numbers behind them, not very good. But once they stopped <laughs> putting the numbers and they started naming them, they that became kind of good again. That's a good take. That's a good take. Like, like uh, Mission Impossible 4, you're like, Ugh. But then they take. started naming them, and you're like, hey, all right. And then Never you, you kind of get to, at some point, you get to, you know, look, this guy's been on nine of these impossible missions. I'm going to start thinking that they're not as impossible. Exactly. <laughs> How many missions can you do well, it's like successfully? Fa what's Fast and Furious at now? How Fast and Furious can you go? Are they at nine? I don't. I mean, how, are, are they, are how they, furious can you is be? It, is Space Next? That's the question I have. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's like a Moonraker scenario, like in Bond. Like they just finally just are like, just completely jumped the shark, which they already have. I mean, at some point, you just. But let's also say this. Let's let me also say this. I am really trying in my life, and I I, I think good critique of of art. And when you're talking, because this really is, it's art. It's entertainment. Entertainment is art, and vice versa. You know, like all those things. You know, and talking about whether you like it, you don't like it, what's good and not good. All those things are healthy. But I am trying not to yuck people's yums. I think that's important nowadays, right? Like, if you like something then gosh darn it enjoy Republican, it go for example go well that's but see okay you say, you, hold on andy your what yums you say? your yums can't be i said republicans <laughs> but but their yums are yucking my yums that's the problem if your yums are not yucking other people's yums you're okay right and that's what i'm saying a marvel movie listen i don't understand them i don't see how people keep going and seeing them I don't know how this franchise is what it is. I don't under, I mean, I can't, there's so much about it that I just can't wrap my head around. Right. But I'm just done except for all the yucking that I just did yucking that yum. Right. I support it. It's good. It's fine. I'm glad that people have, like, I'm obsessed about a lot of things that a lot of people hate the things I, I, I enjoy, you know? So let's just, we got to try not to yuck people's yums. I'm working on it. So Top Gun Maverick, go see it, enjoy it. A Andy, if you enjoyed it, then don't listen well, to me. You know, here's my disappointment with Top Gun Maverick. It just 100 percent is. Kelsey that, McGillis, uh, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. McGillis. Yeah. McGillis still brings it too. Uh, is she alive? Did she die but, when she died? Uh, she when she died after she well, for a long time. I don't know. Is she dead? I'm gonna need you to uh punch into your, your computer there. I'm gonna need you to punch in. I don't Google. Care. I am Kelly not McGillis. this person. I am not this person, which is always the worst thing to say. It's like saying I'm not a racist. Like the next thing comes out of your mouth, you're like, God, why did you say that? <laughs> so, but like, you know, she get so much work done that she's. I'm gonna need you just. The milk's gone bad. Right, I got you. 
I'm going to need you to Google it. Just Google it. Well, put her in there, though. They didn't put her in there because she looks ugly. She didn't want to be in it. Can't put her in there. At least Iceman had the hair. Yeah. The Iceman scene was, it was good. It was a good scene. Uh, The hair's still looking good. They, They did it right. Um, I just think that that's honestly too goes to show you and whether I like Tom Cruise or not, I think he's an okay to above average actor. I think Val Kilmer is really probably a very solid actor. He's probably underrated. God, the um, Saints? Yeah, he's Movie a great actor. Yes, Gosh, he's a, so good. He's a really good actor. And so part of me goes, that was also part of my frustration with it too as well. I didn't like, I, I had no connection with the young actors that were like, None of them to me like had the the like the the fake Iceman, like the new Iceman. No, come that's on. Good. I mean, it's that's good criticism. Stop. I can I can somewhat agree dude, with that. Did you did you have any like would you would you be like uh like Iceman was awesome? Like Kilmer was so freaking good. That like if you if you want to say something holds up. Look at look at Kilmer's performance in that freaking movie, man. I don't care what you say, man. That dude was like badass. You know, he's just a badass, you know, and I'm sorry. Like and whether you you didn't like him because he was intended to be like the bad guy a little bit. Right. But he was badass and you respected him. You're like, dude, that guy's badass. Like, I'm sorry. The new Iceman. There's nothing badass about him. He's just a snarky douchebag. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't. I, I, and and that was another piece that I didn't really love either. Part of me would almost love them to tell the whole, a whole new story as opposed to like make it the exact same in sense presence or premise where like it's this competitive thing between the the new Iceman and, you know, the new young kids that you're supposed to like. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I just, so I just you, didn't, th- you didn't like that Rooster was uh, you, you didn't like Rooster. As that's Goose's kid, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I. I mean, I. I get that premise. I like. That's honestly where I checked out a little bit, though. Somewhat where I was just like, where Mav Mavericks having this, you know. I just didn't. I don't know. I just. It was hard. All of it was kind of contrived to me. Like, he, what do he do? He. He he set he set Rooster back right because Rooster did something bad right or something I didn't really he, I he didn't let him get in never mind you know what we're not going to ruin the movie all right yeah. we're just we're going to get on with our Fourth of July weekend that's right? right so same same advice as last year okay come back with all your your fingers okay make sure if you're going to set the fireworks off you don't hold you don't make a fist around it open palm open, open palm no open. fist okay open palm reverse 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so. Hey Kelly, thanks for joining us, man. Oh my gosh, always a great time. Amazing. Uh, Thank you, guys. We are uh, we're we're looking forward to football season and uh, getting back to uh, being able to talk about a sports team that we've got here. <laughs> Jeez. Um, okay. We can't even. I think that's sort of also some sporting shade. Just period. Like sporting don't exist. Almost, but they suck actually this year too. Which usually they're good, but they're actually garbage. Well, now as well I mean, so. we can't You're really right. talk about the World Cup with you, Matt, for another few years. So I know. How exciting is that going to be? Yeah, two seats. We'll be live from the World Cup. We will. We, we will go from live from Man, the World Cup. That's going to be a big deal. That Italian uh, listener will be thrilled. Remember our <laughs> Italian guy? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll come back. I'm sure he'll be I- back. <laughs> Could be a her. You never know. It's her too. Soccer fans, we probably all, we've all got kinds. a pretty big demographic with the ladies. I mean, we do get a, oh, a whopping three percent of our Dude, listenership. That's pretty of the solid. female persuasion. So I think I mean, you know females only make like six percent of the population, isn't that? Uh, I'm not sure my numbers are right there, but I don't, I don't know, man. It's good. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Good. yeah. Um, While you're googling Kelly McGillis' yes. image. Uh, <laughs> I got my list to Google tonight. Okay. I can't wait for this. I can't wait for this text that we're going to get. She used to be so good. I mean, she really (laughs) was for a long time. She held on. Am I wrong about her? Hold on. I mean, I don't know what she looks like now. We're going to Kelly and I, we are looking forward to uh, the group text in a little bit. When, uh, when you do that Google search, that's all. all Take it all in, think about it. And then process what you see, (laughs) compose yourself, collect your thoughts. And then send it to us, okay? Amazing. And if you really want to go ahead and turn that safe search off 
and then just maybe drop it. <laughs> delete your cookies. Delete the cookies. Oh man. Do the uh, do the do the safe search off with the uh, the window the private window so that, that nobody can view your browsing history. Immediately. You know, just have you had Tor downloaded? You might want to download Tor. <laughs> okay. Done. Yes. The privacy app. All right, boys. Well, we'll get a full status report on Matt's Google searching next week. So, Be hey, safe. thanks, you guys thanks again, awesome. man. Be good, dude. See ya. Yeah. All right, boys. Bye.